0: Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path
1: for spiritual living. When things go wrong, it's natural to wonder. What celestial rule did I break? When things go right, it's logical to ponder. What credit can I take? But the truth is so much easier. I don't need a master plan. I can live here in the moment cause my life is in good hands I don't need to know where the wind blows. Cause God. the future holds Cause God knows I need
0: never know How pain is How my heart melts
1: I can just let go Cause God knows chances, as if I could damage my soul, but at this moment I remember, it comes so clear to me, that the minute I surrender, I'm as safe as I could be. God knows. I don't need to know what the future holds. Cause God knows. let
2: I didn't know you could get that high, Michael.
0: Oh,
2: oh, I, don't do I can't do that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> oh man, he probably woos you a lot when he's singing "How huh, Roxanne." <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> you go, woo. <"Whoa." laughs> You're weak in the knees. No, weak in the knees was clean. Oh, faith. (laughs) Where do you got faith in? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I know, joy, baby joy. I'll do my my little. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, uh, Michael recorded my ordination and after I got ordained up on the stage, I turned and said, whoo. Oh my gosh, I love having fun. So I have a cute little joke that uh, I heard, and it was about this, uh, this family that lived, there was a guy and, her and um, his wife, they lived way out in the woods, and his name was Bubba. And one week they started seeing this Dre dog coming up to their front porch. Every time he opened up the door, the dog was sitting there. And so he's like, I don't know how to get rid of this dog, to his wife. And his wife said, well, Bubba, you're going to have to take the dog way into the woods because that's where he's from, so just take him home. Get in the car, just take him. So he took him, and then before he got home, he saw a little dog walking up the driveway before him. He's like, how did this dog get here? So he, do- he took him again, and the same thing happened. The little dog got him, to- was there before he got there. So his wife said, Bubba, you're going to have to take him way, way out in the woods circle around a couple times out there, get them confused and mixed up, and then go deeper and deeper, and then come back. And so Bubba did that, and he went way out into the woods. He started criss-crossing on these roads in the country he never saw before, and then he let the dog go, and then he started driving home. So two hours later, he calls his wife from his car, and he says, uh, Mary, did, uh, did the dog come back yet? And in, in the, he, she looks up and she's like, yeah, Bubba, he's walking up the road. He said, do me a favor. Give him the phone. I need directions home. <laughs> 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 oh, man, I thought that was so cute. So this week we have been, I mean, this month we've been really working on opening up our spiritual understanding on what it means to give it all to God. Remember? We started off last month, the last, day of last last, Sunday of last month, we started off with the question of, what if you gave it all to God? Like, how would your life look? And then we went further with that question, and we said, what if everybody in the world gave it all to God? What would this world look like, right? And then we discussed what keeps us from giving it all to God. And some of you mentioned trust or loss of, of uh, fear of losing control. Some of you said resistance, a person, someone else said thinking it over, over overthinking it keeps you from giving it all, all to God. And last week we, we went into the discussion that it's really the choice, using your free will, mm-hmm. to choose not to give it all to God. That's what really keeps us from giving it all to God. But there's something inside of that choice that keeps us in the space where we are, we are choosing our human expression, our human beliefs, those things from our history that's keeping us from making a choice to give it over to God. So there's something in back of that choice that keeps us from giving it to God. And that is some form of resistance. There's some form of resistance there. So having a fear that if I turn it over to God, everything won't turn out the way I want to, or thinking it over and over and over, or having a feeling of I don't want to lose control, or having a feeling that I can't trust, those are all forms, somehow, forms of resistance, and that's our motivation for not giving it to God. So there's something that's blocking us. It's a form of resistance, right? Mm -hmm. So I was looking up resistance in the trusty, revealing word that our co-founder of unity, Charles Fillmore wrote. And he says that the greatest disintegrating element in human consciousness is resistance. Can you repeat that? The greatest disintegrating, it diminishes you. The greatest diminishing and, and, and critical and destructive Element in our consciousness in the human consciousness is resistance And he goes on to say to beware of every thought of fighting and All thoughts no, every form of fighting and all thoughts of a destructive character And then he goes on to say that a mental state of resistance indicating an unyielding personal will still dealing with choice It's still dealing with choice so today I want to talk about, there's two things I'm going to talk about. What I, when I sent out my short summary about what I was going to speak on, it was delving into the benefits of releasing resistance. But then throughout this week, God has been helping me. Like, how are you going to show them how to re- use, uh, release resistance and then step into the benefits. So let's back up a step, Kelly, because you are moving forward into this. You're getting, sometimes you get the destination and then God, and you're excited about the destination and then your life and your life journey gives you the steps to that destination. And the most powerful thing to remember is the journey is the most important thing. The journey's gonna always get you to the destination, but the journey is always the most important thing. Do you want the direct route? to peace and giving it all to God, or the scenic route? Depends, we have choice, we have choice. But I suggest to you that the scenic route takes you through all kinds of trials and tribulations and it diminishes your quality of life. But the scenic route, like sh, you ride right into peace. You ride right into harmony. You're right into the, the purpose of who you are. You're you right into knowing beyond a shadow of a doubt who you are and whose you are and how, what you were created to be and being the expression of that. Does that make sense? Yes. So we're gonna talk about the steps of moving into the direct route of letting go, which is letting go of the resistance and then giving it all to God. Are we all on point with that? We ready? We're excited about the idea? Yes. Okay, because you guys are looking like, oh, <laughs> smiles work for me. <laughs> so the first thing in letting go of resistance and giving it to God, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read this scripture, and it's from Romans 12, 21, and then we're going to work on it. And you can write it down in your little uh, program so you can have it, because I, I want you to ponder it. Is Romans chapter 12, verse 21. And this is from the New Living Translation. I forgot my Bible again, but I got it on my phone. It says, don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. I'll say it again. Don't let evil conquer you. And that evil is a form of resistance. It's it's living backwards. Remember we said the word evil is the word live backwards? And the word devil is when you've lived backwards, the word live backwards. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. So what I want you to do right now, I want you to think of something that you would love to give over to God. I know we talked about what if you gave everything to God, but we can do one thing at a time. What is something you would love to give over to God but you feel that there's some type of resistance there. Just think about that for a minute. Just ponder that for a minute. And since we are always discussing having an up-close-and-personal relationship with God, which is the fourth unity principle, which is going into meditation, using denials and affirmation to realign your your life, your mind with God, realigning your life, your mind, your everything with God is actually stepping into a deeper relationship with God. How many of you know that? is stepping into a deeper relationship with God. So when I talk about the fourth unity principle, I will always be talking about our relationship with God. My credo is that the Father and I are one because I am always in relationship with God. My choice is to always hold up my end of the bargain and be, uh, be accessible to God. Commun- there, this is, a, this is um, an acronym to a, a workshop that my girlfriend and I created. And we created it through our experience of our divorces. We were both divorcing someone at the same time. And we created this acronym called ACRE. And it was connected to our relationship with God. The first part of it is always being accessible to God. Always being accessible to God. Every morning, every night, every day, every time, I'm always open to God. And when I feel myself feeling uncomfortable, I'm realizing I'm not being open to God. That's resistance. Anytime you're feeling any area in your body where you're not being open to God, there's some form of resistance going on, okay? So you know you're not accessible. The second thing is communicating with God, always communicating with God, just like you communicate with your husband or your wife or whoever, your, your best friend. You ever have some, some things that happen in your life and there's somebody you always want to call or tell about? Yes? Yes. I do too. I have someone I always want, always want to tell my husband. I did that because yesterday we went out to dinner and he brought me 24 red roses. Aww. And he came in. <laughs> <laughs> he walked around the table. here, my love. And handed him to me, wasn't that sweet? So I'm gonna bat my eyes. <laughs> Always communicating with God. And then the second, the third is Relying on your relationship with God, that's the most important thing, is the relationship with God. So being accessible to God, communicating with God, and relationshiping with God. And the third one is experiencing God. ACRE. Experiencing God is easy to remember. When you have any area of those, any parts of those, that acronym, where you're not in alignment or you're not performing or you're not doing it, you will experience some form of resistance because you're choosing not to do it, you will experience some form of resistance. Now, you've thought about what it is you want to give away to God. we're going to go through this quickly so we can get out of here and get down to the picnic. (laughs) Take an inventory of any of the beliefs. Now, what always stands behind every form of resistance is some type of belief that you're not worthy of it. Some type of belief And it always boils down to, am I worthy of it? Always boils down to, am I worthy of it? Abundance, love, commitment from other people, experiencing whatever it is your heart's desire, there's always some form of resistance, and behind that form of resistance is some feeling in there, I'm not worthy of it. Whether it's I'm not good enough, whether it's I'm bad, I used to walk around feeling that I was a bad person. And every time somebody will hurt my feelings, that would be, to me, an indicator that that's because I'm a bad person. And then I experienced this disease of please, where I did everything I could to make everybody smile and feel good so that they wouldn't reject me in some way, because if you rejected me, then you're indicating that you see that I'm a bad person. So I was overdoing it for a lot of people and burning myself out, saying yes in areas where I should not have said yes and no in areas where I should have said yes to myself. So as I'm saying yes to everybody else and doing the disease to please everybody else, I am rejecting and resisting my relationship with God. And I'm just as important as everybody else. I diminished myself because I did not feel worthy of God because I felt that I was not good enough, that I was bad somehow. You know, when you grow up hearing bad girl, I took it on. And I believed that that was the truth about me. And that I deserve punishment in every experience. So that form of resistance was my indicator that there was was something in me that wasn't worthy. So wherever inside of you, when you take this inventory of what is holding me back from giving this to God, look inside and look at what belief is there. What is there inside of you that feels unworthy? And connect to that. So that's the first step. Take an inventory and then the second step, is, second step is find that belief that's connected to that resistance somehow. Why don't I want to give control over? It? Why don't I trust? Why do I keep overthinking it? Usually overthinking for me is I'm trying to make it perfect, and if it's not perfect, I'm not going to move on it till I find the right result, the right perfect outcome that I know, and then I'll follow that. But if it's not there, I won't even act on it because I have this this perfectionism in me. I won't act on it because then I'll fail, which makes me seem and look like a bad person. That's my form of resistance that I'm overcoming. What is yours? And everything that happens in my life is connected to that. I told Howard the other day, I'm a minister of a church, Howard. That has been my heart's desire for years. I'm a mi- I said, That's big. And a part of me says, You're not worthy because you're not good enough. And this week, I have had to find that belief. Why do I feel resistance to taking it on? Even when you guys would say, "Oh yeah, you're my minister." Before I applied, I was like, "No, I'm not," because there's too much of a burden, a feeling of overwhelming that I will, I will fall short, and I won't live up to what you guys think of me because I'm a bad person. Doesn't that sound crazy when you think about it? Yes. But isn't it isn't it interesting how we hold those kind of thoughts? that keep us from seeking and being our good? So when we take that inventory and we sift out that belief, the next thing is, let me follow it, God. I'm following it. I wrote it out for you, and I will follow it. The next step. The next step is to... I'm doing it right now. move away from the belief that whatever it is, there's resistance. The truth is, I am not a bad person. So instead of feeding the wolf that says that I am, I take it out and I feed the truth. I am perfect, divine, and I am absolute good. No matter how I show up, no matter how I may fall short, no matter how I make mistakes and you may see them, I am still an absolute good person. Still an absolute good person because I am an individualized expression of God. Just like Faith said, you take and you affirm the truth about yourself. You choose to affirm the truth about yourself. Don't you know the moment you choose to affirm the truth about yourself, you have given it all to God? Even if it's in that moment, This is a moment-by-moment experience. My daddy always says that. I'm so glad I have my daddy. I tell you, I'm so glad I have my daddy. It is a moment-by-moment experience. And in that moment, and even up there when I was confessing to you, and I switched over to releasing and denying the power that that feeling of being bad has on me, and I'm affirming the truth that I am absolute good, and each and every one of you are as well. I am absolute good together. I am absolute good, absolutely together absolutely, absolutely. I, I I receive it I see it and I be it so that's the third part the first you ex- you uh, uh, take a mental no, you take a mental inventory second you sift out that belief the third is you tell yourself the truth and in that is your denial and your affirmation the fourth unity principle in the moment you do that you step into your relationship with God You release resistance, and you be the presence of God. Oh, thank you, God, thank you, God, thank you, God. In that moment, that fourth choice, I choose God. I choose God. I choose God over me. I choose God over that thought that came to me that I was a bad person. I choose God over anything the world tells me that I'm a bad person. You messed up. You did this. Yes, I did. But I'm still choosing God in this situation. Yes, I did. I speak the truth to it. Yes, I did. Whatever the situation is, you see it for what it is. There was a fumble, this was this, this was that. I'm experiencing illness. I'm experiencing trouble in my relationship. I may be having trouble with my finances. I may be looking for a job and I can't find it right now. Whatever it is, you speak the truth of it and you still say, I choose God in this situation. And the last thing is you live the truth that you know. You don't know that truth until you do that unity, fourth unity principle, and connect when you choose God. You step into meditating with God, living with God, feeling God's presence. Remember I had you guys feel the presence of love in that meditation? I did that purposely because that's the same thing. That's exactly what you do every single time is you feel love. Love connects you to whatever good thing you search for. Because you're one with it. Love is the unifying power that you are with whatever it is that you desire. And what God's good pleasure is, is to give us the kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom of heaven is the experience. Let me come up here and tell y'all that. I don't know if they're hearing me down here. Let me tell y'all that up here. God's good pleasure is to give you the kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom of heaven includes all good things. Amen? Amen down there? Amen. So we're going to close this out. We're going to close this out. We're going to let go of the resistance by seeking, shifting through, doing inventory of your mind. In that inventory of your mind, find that belief that's connected somehow to your resistance. When you find that belief that is connected to your resistance, let go of that belief and tell yourself the truth. When you let go of that belief and tell yourself the truth, choose God in that situation. When you choose God in that situation, you live the truth that you know. That means you live in relationship with God moment by moment by moment. Amen? Amen. I want you guys to tell me the benefits of letting it go and giving it all to God. We're gonna say five. Somebody, somebody, tell me. I'll start, huh? Freedom. Freedom. Peace. What? Peace. Peace. What else? Love. Joy. Love. Happiness. Contentment. Contentment. Alignment. Alignment. One more. Pleasure. Pleasure. Now you guys heard that, right? This is from your vibration that you are all vibing on right here. You all are calling forth what everybody's soul and everybody's spirit knows that you will experience when you let go of resistance and give it all to God. I let go of resistance together. And I give it all to God. Amen. 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 God bless you.